Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Woo! Yeah. Wow. I felt the magic part of it. All right, Doran. We got this. The first thing you need to know if you're going to be an archaeologist. Should I put the theme music on here? Is there anything you can do about these doors? Da 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 da. Doran. I just got scraped off the ground, man. I, uh. Well, it's better than being crushed. We could be walking down that hall for days. Rock times. I'll give you, I'll give you as much warning as I can. Everybody roll for initiative. Oh, oh no. Shit. Sorry, guys. Curiosity killed the Doran. Yeah. Welcome back to Dice Shame. This is episode 95. Get the ball rolling. MVP this week is Rain, aka Goblin Core, for their amazing support in both Dice Shame and Malevolent. They are truly a wonderful part of this community. Thank you for everything. Yeah, thanks. Here on Dice Shame, we love an independent artist. Rob Donaldson is a designer, artist, and creator who's been a part of our community for the last few years. He's made some incredible art for Dyshame and Malevolent, and his style is heavy, dark, and brooding. The portraits he did of the Nightstone 4 are seriously metal. Take a look at his work and follow him at The Captain's Desk on Twitter. Love you, brother. We love you, Rob. All right, shall we get down to business? Let's do it. Here we are, guys. We are approaching episode 100. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that incredible? Who among you thought in September 2019, when we started recording this thing, that two years later, almost, you'd be closing in on triple digits, looking it straight in the face, no end in sight. Mm, Triple dig. Insanity. I'm so proud of all of us. I'm especially proud of some of you, but I won't say which. (laughs) I'm especially proud of all of you, too. Thanks, Alex. All. Well, I'm especially proud of each and every one of you for 
all of your commitment. Well, thank you. I, it's you know, Joe. We, <laughs> Joe is the one I'm especially proud of. I'm specifically proud of me. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> you know, when you got to have pride in your own, what you deliver. But I think we should take a moment to really appreciate the audio recording software that's always been there for us. Never screwed up. Caused us to record late. Always. No issues. Ever. Smooth. And that is. <laughs> Never caused us to wait for one literal hour. Perfect. I just can't say enough about. <laughs> but but to Rob Jack Jeff's credit, who they're not wrong. We have had no failed recordings. You know, it's not like an God. entire mm-hmm. episode was lost. He said into the void of the lost episode that you're hearing right now. Yeah. <laughs> so this yeah. is the one where we lost an episode. So we we did all redub this yeah. one. Mm-hmm. So who would have thought though? For... One hundred episodes. I mean, we all thought. Let's be real. We all were like, yeah. We're well, I knew we had sticking end. power because of the Invictus stream, right? We'd been yeah. doing this for mm. five years when we had started this thing. And because um, I made Alex sign a contract. Yes. <laughs> in blood. And it's blood. so hard to get out of this thing. If you do not do this every week, you are not my brother. We are officially, <laughs> though, in the realm of the longest campaign ever for me personally. Oh, I'm, yeah, yeah. Same. Like, I know for some folks, some fucking diehard nerds have been in campaigns for like 5, 10, 15 years. <laughs> nerds. <laughs> what do you think is the average length of most D&D campaigns. Oh, one evening. One session, yeah. <laughs> yeah? yeah? Yeah, for real. I mean, average. Yeah, average has got to be pretty low. The two longest ones I've yeah. ever, ever was in before this were maybe, you know, 20 to 30, epi- like 20 to 30 get- times getting Sessions. together long. So, yeah. you know, maybe those are two like eight or months three or hours so? each. But yeah. To mm. me, D&D is, is very similar to like Civilization Five, where the best part is starting a new Right at the beginning. Game, you know, where you get to oh, so we're in the make bad those first now. moves and figure out what character you are. You like then... Nightstone better than uh, no, Icewind no, Dale? No, 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 because it's a different part of the brain. He likes two of the four X's. That's yeah. all. <laughs> this is the part where everything gets really complicated and exactly. India's at war with China, which is at war with yeah. Japan. And Gandhi is just a total as asshole. Soon as, as soon as Gandhi gets nukes, we're <laughs> Just you guys wait. It's going to get way more complicated. Speaking of which, Ooh. let's find out how complicated we're going to get. Oh, how complicated are we going to get, Joe? Oh, let me tell you. Oh, what's the forecast on complication? I'm really looking forward to you telling us. So you are standing in this extremely long stone hallway in the cold, and frost covers every surface in this dark edifice. Kieran, Red, and Jack, you're perched atop this ledge. It's about 20 feet off the floor from where Harshnag and Kraloth and Doran are standing. And you've just finished fighting all of these barbarians and also a white dragon, Wormling. Their bodies are cooling already on the cold stone of this temple. Ahead of you, leading to the east, we are looking at a flight of stairs that leads up to some double doors. These are huge doors and, well, huge stairs. They are five feet tall, each of these stairs, uh, and five feet deep. So you guys are going to have some trouble getting up, especially the shorter among you. I'm looking at you, Doran. Not me. Hmm. But that is a challenge that you guys are going to have to deal with together. What do you do? Literally climbing the stairs? Yeah, man. Everything is a challenge here. No wonder those barbarians had such trouble getting down to fight you. They had to hop down five feet at a time. They were... Mm-hmm. I think Doran... They just scooted down on their butts. <laughs> Doran kind of looks at the, the, the stairway. You know, 
as a short person, I'm used to living in a tall world. And he just takes that first step, like, you know, grabs it by the cojones. But it's like taller than you, up. right? Yeah. I think Red would motion to Harsh and be like, can you give him a hand there? <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> like, he can carry us. I reach the first, the, the tip of the first stair, and, 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 and like, I'm not getting it. Aww. So Harsh Nag gives me a little boost up each step. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of uh, giving someone a hand, uh, Harshnag, can you help help me back down? Oh, yeah. No problem. Harshnag goes over to the ledge and he picks Jack up underneath the armpits and just <laughs> toddler-like sets him down on the ground. And Jack's arms are just like hanging lifeless out. <laughs> like he's not kicking or anything. He's just standing perfectly still. It's like still. how when you pick up a cat and yeah. their arms just Oh, yeah. It just goes limp. And their the torso side. gets really stretched out. <laughs> <laughs> Long Jack. Yeah, I think Red just volleys over the side and runs his claws along the stone artifice. And I see Jack just eyeing that out of the corner of his eye and cringe as I like scrape across a deco, just like <laughs> ruining little flakes of blue stonework. Kraloth has no problem reaching the stairs and pulling himself up in the plate armor is a bit tricky, but uh, with the help of Harshnag, he's able to make it up as well. Oh, cool. yeah. It's like doing cardio. Uh-huh. Just like- Jack snaps his fingers to bring Kieran back around and then goes to sniff around some of the bodies of the, the wormling just to see if there's mm. a, uh, you know, if we can identify what dragon it is we've slain, the first one we've seen, and, and what else was on the shamans or the, mm. the other um, yeah. great worm tribe. Uh, with Kieran's assistance, you are able to deduce that all of these creatures are, in fact, dead. Mm. <laughs> nice. Step one. Yes. This guy's not talking. I'm not really sure. Kieran, what do you think? <laughs> Smells dead. Are they being rude or what? <laughs> and the body of a white dragon wormling is also splayed out on the ground in a pool of its own blood. When you go through the belongings of these barbarians, you do find some treasure. 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 Tray. The chieftain of this tribe of barbarians has a couple of interesting things on him. He has a twisted wooden wand with a copper pommel that's tucked into his belt. Tied to the belt is also a leather satchel. Hmm. Yeah, uh, Jack is quick to pick up the wand and the satchel and and just, you know, sort of turn to the others and and be like, you know, I've been starting a bit of a collection of the barbarian artifacts. You know, we've got the ancient antler utensil and, you know, that dragon bone jewelry box. I wouldn't mind if I could, you know. It's all yours, buddy. Yeah. Jack, as you pick up this wooden wand, you recognize that it is a magic item. Mm. You want me to detect it for you? Jack, roll uh, an arcana check. I would love to. Fifteen. You recognize this to be a wand of secrets. Secret candies. Yes. (laughs) A wand of secret candies. Show me Kit Kats. It allows you to find the secret Batman costume hidden in your toddler's room. Come on, I'm looking for Um, the... Where are the super nibs? Give me the super nibs. Oh, yeah, baby. (laughs) Not the weed and money. I mean, Um, I I guess it depends which house I'm going through. The Wand of Secrets has three charges, Jack. While holding it, you can use an action to expend one of its charges. And if a secret door or trap is within 30 feet of you, the wand pulses and points at the one nearest you. It regains 1d3 expended charges daily at dawn. 
And so this uh, chieftain was carrying this wand of secrets with him into this complex. So it doesn't require attunement, which means whoever wants to use it can use it. Even someone that's not really experienced with a wand? That's right. Yeah. And it, there might be a, a play for that because I know I've got a pretty good investigate. I know Red's got a pretty good investigate. I don't know if it makes sense for Doran to have an ability to search around a little more. My investigation is a hard zero. <laughs> <laughs> Poor sweet Doran. Doran, so you just hold this and you swish and flick. And see, wish and flick. These are not things I'm used to. No, no, you're sure it's not hit real hard. No, you got to just focus on it. You just pretend like you're trying to chisel out a perfect Uh, sphere, just something really precise. One wave, okay, and then think about all the like best ways for those those lines to disappear and just the best joinery. If I was trying to chisel out a sphere, I'd do this. Oh. It goes flying. (laughs) You expend one of your charges. No, I'm just kidding. Inside of this belt pouch, Jack, you uncover seven emeralds worth 100 gold pieces each, as well as a wicked-looking curved black pin with a hammered silver lump on one side. Like Like a brooch kind of pin? Yes, like a brooch. Very much like a brooch. I was thinking like a railroad spike. <laughs> yeah, that's for some reason, that was the same vibe I got. But yeah, yeah a pin. That makes perfect sense. Words mean things. Giant's cufflink. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. The old giant's cufflink. It sounds like a euphemism. It does, right? Ooh, mm. it does sound like an euphemism. Hey, show me your giant's cufflink. A uh, giant's cufflink. Yeah. Red scales the stairs and heads up to the door that was once frozen, but now you said it's been mainly chiseled away by the uh, barbarian. Right. So it appears that the barbarians had been attempting to open this door unsuccessfully when you came upon them. But thanks to the blast of fire from Jack's fireball earlier, he was able to melt away the ice that had been keeping these huge doors closed. Cool. Yeah, I think Red puts his head up to it and does a listen. Can I roll perception or something? Certainly. I'm going to roll with my new die that Mike Ashmore from Tales from Asperin gave me. Hmm. Uh, and I hope it rolls well. That's four. Oh. <laughs> Plus. Oh, no. oh, no. Plus five. So it's nine. Uh, not a good, good start, Mooney. You don't hear anything with your nine, but as you place your head up against these giant granite doors, you recognize that there's a bas-relief type sculpture here. Um, maybe it's partially singed by the fireball, but it seems to be an image of giant gods locked in battles with dragons. Hmm. Damn it. Granite, open you. <laughs> open you. Good. Open here. I like I that. <laughs> I mean, it worked for me. <laughs> the meter was right. The words yeah. were wrong. Damn it. Um, yeah, I think Red will just step back and maybe do an investigation on the door. Now, he has a natural investigation of 17, so I'd love to just take a like a look at it. But if you'd like, I can roll as well. No, you don't have to look. I mean, they are 30-foot tall doors. They appear to be very strong. They're well-built. The door handles are about 12 feet up, so it's going to be hard for anyone except Harshnag to open these doors. Cool. Unless we stack. <laughs> Unless you all stand on yeah, each other's think, shoulders. Yeah, I think Red just stands back, crosses his arms, and goes to Harshnag and says... Have at it. I couldn't hear anything, and it seems like this is the only way forward. Harshnag nods and then sets his shoulder against the door and 
pushes. He has to kind of throw his weight against the doors to open them inward. Really? Yeah. You're not sure if it's maybe because they're so cold or because Mm. they're so old. One of the two. Maybe they're bold. I think it's mold. Do they fold? The strength required can't be undersold. Hmm. Wait a minute. Those handles aren't brass. They're gold. Oh. No, no, they're not gold. (laughs) You You do one, Justin. I was going to do sold. Thanks, Rob. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean to take it right out of your mouth. I know you didn't want to be told. told. Damn it. Ah, you have it. There you go. (laughs) Oh. Stupid. Stupid joke. The granite doors grind open to reveal a colossal chamber. Whoa. Everything is bathed in a dim blue light originating from the wall opposite you, some 300 feet away. Its source is blocked by a statue that occupies the center of the room, the blue light streaming from behind it. The statue is 80 feet tall, a devastating form, and its features are difficult to discern from where you stand. Though you make out that the figure's back is to you, its cape covering nearly 100 feet of the floor. Six other statues kneel in two rows of three, flanking this central figure. They're smaller, standing half as tall as the central figure at around 40 feet, only less impressive than the central figure by comparison, big as houses. Lit by the shifting dim blue light, you can see they appear to be giants, carved so as to appear kneeling with arms outstretched. I think as Harshnag opens the door and we all sort of enter, we all just sort of give a agreed-upon whistle, some reactionary sound as we look mm. around this massive room. And I think I'd probably just say absentmindedly to Kraloth as mm. Doran goes to approach this thing. It's kind of odd that the statue's got its back to us. Uh, Harshnag, are you sure this is the entrance? Yes. Why? Huh. Is there any reason the statue would have its back to us? Maybe it's facing something more important. Oh. Hmm. If these are each of the giants kneeling towards the central, maybe it's the Allfather. I wonder if we'll see on the other side. Maybe the Allfather reveals the Oracle in some way. Or As you enter a little farther into the room, you see that the granite that this room is carved out of is marred in places here with some superficial looking cracks that you can just barely start to discern under the layer of permafrost. Additionally, you see that there are some exits from this room. Again, as you start to enter, you see through the dim blue light there are two sets of double doors to the north of you. And again, Mm. this room is fucking huge it's like 300 feet wide Mm -hmm. so two sets of double doors on the northern wall (laughs) two sets of double doors on the southern wall and then there are actually two just blank openings leading to quarters that head back the way you came from well these must lead up to the higher levels that we were on yeah red says as he enters the room just giving a whistle fair assumption Wow, you know, this place reminds me of the caverns of the great dwarven cities. The room is a hundred feet tall. Your voice echoes around the chamber impressively and then slowly dies out. Uh, Let's try to keep it a little quiet. I still have Pass Without Trace active. And Red just starts heading across the room towards the front of the figure. I'm all about following Red to keep that Pass Without Trace going because I am not a sneaky boy. Yeah, I'll stay close as well. 
As you all make a tour of the room heading south from this giant figure in the center, you see that each of these smaller statues does appear to resemble an individual race of giant kind. And each of the statues appears to offer weapons in their outstretched arms. Hmm. Hmm. What kind of weapon does each statue have? As you're passing the large statue just to the south of it, you pass by a representative of a hill giant, and then a fire giant, and then a cloud giant. Each of them are holding weapons. These are massive replicas, I suppose. The hill giant is holding a great club. It's okay. The fire giant is holding a great sword. Mm. And the cloud giant seems to be holding a spear. Hmm. And Red shoots an eye to the giants to the north as well. What weapons are they carrying? It's hard to see across the room, but if you make a foray up there, you realize that the frost giant's weapon is missing. Hmm. The stone giant is holding a boulder, and the storm giant is holding a trident. And I turn to Harshnag, and I say, Harshnag, the frost giant statue there isn't holding anything. Does that mean anything to you? I feel like it should have a rod. Should it have an axe, maybe? I don't know why that would be the case, but yes, axes are weapons of our people traditionally. Logically, does it make sense that the frost giant could be holding an axe? You know, typically when you're holding a certain weapon, it would be with a certain... This is my dagger. Exactly. Like, is it... This is air guitar. It seems that these giants are all posed in a very similar position, offering their weapons to this central figure, and one of those weapons is missing. Is the central figure holding a weapon? No. Interesting. So you go around to the front of this giant central figure? Yes. Mm -hmm. The statue in the middle of the temple is a robed giant, his arms outstretched, and his face hidden behind a stony cowl facing the glowing archway. The statue's face is a mask of bare rock, bereft of all facial features. Hmm. This is the All-Father, I'm assuming. He gives you kind of a stark-faced nod. Doran, look! Look at the craftsmanship. That's incredible. What are they made of? Well, let me take a look. I'd like to roll some insight, or not insight. I'm saying that metaphorically. I'm I'm saying that metaphorically. I want to know stuff good. <laughs> Alex wants some insight on this. I'm not rolling insight. Uh, that's going to be 14. Um, and you want insight on these nope. sculptures? Stone cunning. So history. Stone cunning. History. Okay, great. Um, yeah, with a 14, you can determine that this sculpture was made without a face. It wasn't defaced in any way. And any idea how old? Oh, impossible to say. These are probably very ancient. Mm-hmm. On the eastern wall, a glowing archway filled with shifting mist illuminates the room. It's 80 feet wide and 80 feet tall. Niches in the walls on either side of it contain six empty ice-covered sconces made of iron. And on the floor around this archway are arrayed six different runes 
carved into the stone and inlaid with mithril. Hmm. Something to note is that there are six runes and six giants offering mm-hmm. their weapons too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they seem to be in similar formation. If we wanted to take a couple of minutes, I could comprehend languages and see if that helps. Well, you're doing that, Jack. Uh, I'll just <laughs> detect magic. Might as That's well. That's always been a knock in the park. Can't help but detect magic. <laughs> yep. Yep. Every time. And Dorn and I will walk around the old fashioned way and try to do it with the brains. Absolutely. I, I do love where the two of us just sit down and are like, we'll take 10 minutes and fuck around and see what they get up to. We take out our little pouches with like salt and yeah, Oh yeah, 100%. Be, We're like, going to use those 10 minutes, Doran. All right, Doran, we got this. There are six giants and there are six runes. Obviously, one rune associates with one giant. Maybe. It seems like they're before this glowing archway as if we need to do some sort of puzzle before passing through. Does the mist look deadly at all? Huh. I say that out loud to Doran. Um, well, I, I, I don't know about any of that. My favorite enemies are giants. And after traveling with Harshnag, I've learned a lot more. And I can roll with advantage on information to discern what they are, you know, just about them. And I'm wondering if there's anything significant about the frost giant and the missing weapon that I might be able to discern from the information that Harshnag has shared with me and my experience with them. Fifteen. There's nothing that you can tell from a frost giant's nature that would lead you to understand more about this puzzle. But it is a puzzle. <laughs> yeah. And with that, uh, both rituals go off at exactly the same time. You guys have uh, timed it all out. Nice. We're, we're going to yeah. practice. There's, there's a. Oh, you beat me this time, Jack, but I'll get you next time. So your detect magic spell goes off like gangbusters, Kraloth. Yes. Yes. The mist in the archway that dimly illuminates the temple is an aura of conjuration magic. Conjuration. It's like a purplish hue. <laughs> I know Something, it. Something's being conjured there. I think the runes also glow with conjuration magic. So I'm guessing, because this is conjuration, that this is some sort of portal. I don't think it's dangerous, but maybe we should check out some of these other rooms first and uh, see if we can learn a bit more about this room before proceeding. I mean, a lot of my magic is conjuration. Could also be a summoning, you know, flaming sphere. I'm pretty sure that's conjuration. Find familiar. You you could it brings stuff here too. It could it could just as much be that kind of evil trap. Oh, is that how that works? Okay, well uh, then it might just be a wall of fire, in which case it is dangerous, Red. Mm-hmm. So we probably uh, shouldn't go through it. Wall of Fire is technically evocation, actually. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I canceled Detect Magic. <laughs> Jack, what are you ritualizing? So Jack leans down and touches the ground, the surface that these runes are written on, and understands the literal meaning of them. Yes, you're inching with your fingers towards the rune, and you can tell as you approach it that you're gleaning your understanding. This rune is going to be dependent on placing your hand on the rune. Uh, yeah, I mean... Jack's hand is getting closer and closer. It's going so close. <laughs> I, I think there's, there's, a, there's a moment where, where Jack pulls up right before he, you know, before he realizes, okay, to... To comprehend what these runes mean, he's going to have to interact with that magical field Kraloth is is sensing and, and motions for everybody else to sort of come in and, and and give that explanation. We don't have to play with this now, but if we wanted to understand 
what this means, we'd have to touch it. There's this conjuration aura Kralath has detected that could summon things here. It could Don't have... touch it. Yeah. Let's just not touch anything yet. Uh, let's head to one of these doors. Maybe there'll be some information that we can gather through one of these rooms. Yeah, we need more information. Uh, let's go to the ones in the north. So everyone travels together as a party to the north. Should I put the theme music on here because the room's so large? <laughs> do, do. It's, it's quite a, a journey. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> and then <sighs> we've arrived. Da, 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 da. Again, these stone doors, these granite doors, require Harshnag's effort to open them. Thankfully, he is with you, and he loves you all very much. We love you too, Harshnag. So he opens the doors, <laughs> sets his shoulder against them. I stand you. And reveals a large chamber. Again, with the large chamber, guys. Large chambers. Wait a minute, there's a theme here. Everything's a fucking large chamber. Well, it's like giants were here or something. Goddamn giant size. This appears to be an entry hall, again, made of plentiful granite, as with everything here. There are two large staircases heading up to the east and west, and it appears actually that both sets of these granite double doors open into the same room. Hmm. Mm. I guess we enter and take a peek around, being very cautious and using the pass without trace. Come on, everyone. Stay close. Right behind you, Red. Right here. I'm right on your tail. Get off my tail! I'm just kidding, I don't have a tail. <laughs> so as you enter into this hallway, you see that there is a large statue of a stone giant. It's in the eastern end of the hall. Um, I guess we take a look at it. Ooh, Kraloth, as you get up close, it's radiating magic. Oh, we got mm-hmm. another magic thing here. Still conjuration? No, this is transmutation magic. This is transmutation, Jack. What does that mean? Mm. I know, I know. It's a, it's a, it's like an aqua sort of color, like seafoam green. <laughs> I know the color. Well, I mean, transmutation magic is often the the kind that's going to change the physical properties of a creature or a thing or a condition. So it it could, you know, yeah, oh, turn you into stone. Okay, okay, or um, that would make sense. You know, but, but transmutation is also levitation. It changes, you know, how the gravity of a situation sometimes. It could, it, it's very useful. Mm. It's not my specialty per se, but... Does this stone giant have elements sticking out of it like the previous one we fought? Or does it seem more designed, for lack of a better word? Does it have an anchor in it? <laughs> it doesn't have any anchors in it. Its arms are lifted up with hands outstretched, mm. and its palms are facing the far side of this room, the northern side. And indeed, as you turn from examining the statue to looking where its hands are pointing, you see that there is an extremely long hallway. We're talking oh. 410 feet long. Holy Along which there are punctuated doorways that you could walk through, should you be willing to be the kinds of people to walk through hallway doors. We could be walking down that hall for days. (laughs) Hey, Doran, try that wand. Yeah, here. Get close to the first doorway there and try that wand. Just to... you, you you really want me to do it? Yeah, you got to get within about 30 feet of that the first one. Let's just see if there are tr- any tricks or traps around there. Okay, so do I need to roll anything? No, you just need to get to where you're going and tell me where you're going to use it. So Doran walks up, I guess, d- down this hallway until he's about 30 feet, within 30 feet of a doorway. 
and he pulls out the uh just like I told you, swish, then flick. Here here goes here goes nothing. And Dorian kind of looks at the wand perplexingly and You're doing it, Dorian, you're doing it. Swishes and Is this the first time you're casting a spell, Dorian? Yeah, yes, it is. And he swishes and like he's carving out a sphere, he flicks it. All of the hair stands up all over your tiny dwarven body as this wand activates and discharges its magical electricity. And you blow up. Unfortunately, you don't get any pings. There are no secret doors or traps within 30 feet of you here. I kind of turn around and I look at Jack. Wow, Uh, it worked. I felt the magic part of it, Uh, but... um, I, I don't think it. I don't think there's any traps. That's good news. Red's looking at this stone giant with its palms out. Mm-hmm. What what kind of expression would you describe that as? Because I, I'm having a tough time understanding what that. Pushing would. its hands toward the far, 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 far distant wall, as if to say, "Stop." Yeah, it's kind of like that. That hand expression. And Red walks up to it, and I just want to do an investigation. Do you high-five it? Do you high-five it? I kind of want to, yes. <laughs> But it's a bit too tall. Sort of like a mime pushing a glass well, wall. Well, to me, that's yes. a very odd expression, right? So I want to understand why. And I want to look at the statue uh, with an investigation of 17. Or I can roll, whatever. Uh, I would want you to roll insight with disadvantage. Happily. Hmm. Oh, 16. The statue... Stone giant statue doesn't really have a discernible facial expression, but it does seem like the arms are uplifted in a pushing motion. I was wondering, does it look like the statue moves at all if I walk around it? Not Mm. necessarily. Doran peers into the doorway, the open doorway. And I think as you're kind of investigating, he gets inquisitive on his own terms without without really consulting and just peers down. Doran, you look in on a 30-foot tall archway hmm. uh, that leads to a 60-foot square chamber furnished hmm. with two frost-covered stone couches. Hmm. <laughs> Oh, it's like a lounge. They do not look very comfortable. <laughs> Lazy boys. Guys, it's a giant sitting room. Are there giant magazines? <laughs> Rock times. Maybe it's like a bedroom. That's what you see. And there's another room across the hall. You want to look in there? Or you want to stay put? Yeah, Kraloth will poke his head across the hall. See what's in that room. Yep. You you see the same thing as Doran, but uh, one of your couches has got like a gross old fur on it and that's covered over with ice as well Mm. nothing interesting here is it cold in here oh super cold so you guys are walking through like a freezer Mm. i wonder what's in the next room and doran kind of jogs up to the next room on the right cool and does the same thing peers in it's a similar setup more of the same. You're mm. you're looking at This is just a couch wholesale place. <laughs> just selling giant couches. Maybe it's like a living quarters for sleeping giants. I don't see any personal effects though. Let's try to stick yeah. together. We're we're getting kind of uh spread apart here. These halls are so large. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. Okay. They are large halls. <laughs> There's nothing really more that you can say about the halls than they're large. I just like to continue, I think continue on down. Yeah. Just kind of montage us going down and looking through the rooms. Yeah. Yeah, and Red will head there too, I guess. 
It's about halfway down the hall before you notice anything of any substantial difference. Here on the western side, you find a small tunnel Mm. that is burrowed through this cold stone. It's 10 feet high and 5 feet wide. It's a kind of a crack in the mountain rock. Oh. Uh, so not part of the giant architecture here. Yeah, we got something over here, uh, a little entryway into the mountain. That's not something a giant would fit through. Hmm. Definitely not. Harshnag looks in and he gives you all a big no <laughs> shake of his head. Well, being the type of person that I am, I really just want to see what's in the rest of the rooms up here. Yeah, I know. I feel the same way. <laughs> <laughs> I have to clear it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, Noted. Can we... Um, do a bit of a jog and you can definitely continue up for sure. Doran decides to continue up. I think maybe I'd stay back here. Well, I mean, I, can, I think I'm going with Doran to keep an eye out. As you make your way further past this stony opening, trying to look into each and every cubby hole and leave no rock unturned, as it were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You pass over a certain area of the hallway that causes a terrible grinding sound to emerge from the far end of the hall. Like stone on stone grinding? Oh! Everybody roll for initiative. Oh no. Shit. Curiosity killed the Doran. Red? 10. Doran? 19. Nice. Nice. Jack? 18. Excellent. Also nice. Harshnag rolls a 16. Kraloth? 14. Uh 14! Nicely done. So here's what happens. As this trap activates, walls of stone seal off the archways along the west and east walls. So there's no more ways into the rooms. All of these rooms magically seal themselves. Looks like one of them almost closes on Kraloth. Nearly. Perhaps you duck out of the way, Kraloth. Yeah. Whoa. Doran, it's your turn. What do you do? Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I I went too far. (laughs) I, I, I pushed it, guys. I'm sorry. I suppose I look back and see what the statue of the giant is doing. Hmm. Great question. Nice. The statue of the giant has still got its hands outstretched. Doran, the first rule of archaeology, there is either a boulder or a wall coming to crush us. We got to get back to that giant and in a corner somewhere quick. Yeah, I, th- I like that idea. <laughs> Run! It's the first thing you need to know if you're going to be an archaeologist. Um, Doran's going to dash uh, back towards the entrance of this hallway. Heeding Jack's salient advice. Yes. All right. Salt water advice. Jack, it's your turn. Doran takes off beside you. Go, Kieran. Go after him. I'm right behind you. And he's going to send Kieran down. Come on, Jack. Uh, Kieran, who can run really fast. And Jack, who's like huffing and puffing and taking up the rear, dashing behind Doran to get back to where the stone giant statue is. Excellent. It's Harshnag's turn. So Harshnag dashes down the hallway, looking back a little bit regretfully. And at that very moment, vindicating Jack's suspicions, a giant boulder... That was a number one, not a number two. ...falls out of the ceiling and begins to roll down the hallway towards you. These traps are pretty typical for giants. They like to crush things. 
All right, it rolls 200 feet on each of its turns. Are you fucking kidding? That's, we're done. Yeah. So the boulder drops down out of the ceiling and just rolls down the hallway at such a speed. It's going 200 feet every turn. Bowling-like, it knocks all of your pins down. Everyone, please make a dexterity saving throw. It's a sphere, so the edges would be... Astute observation, so true. Dirty 20. 12 for Kraloth. 11. No, Oh, Jack. no. Can I help him? It's DC 12 dexterity save. Doran? I got an 18. Okay, you save. And what about Kieran? Kieran also gets an 11. Oh. Okay, Kieran and Jack both fail. So everyone manages to scoot out of the way of this rock, except for Jack and oh, no. Kieran. Archaeology! Yeah. It's all about boulders. Oh, no. Maybe the edge of your cloak gets caught underneath it. Jack, you take 55 bludgeoning damage Holy and you are knocked prone. Done for. Fuck. I'm dead. Yep. Zero. <gasps> I'm dying. No. So Jack is knocked unconscious and Kieran disappears. Oh, wow. Kraloth, it's your turn. All right. Kraloth runs straight to Jack. Mm-hmm. And he's going to cast Cure Wounds as a level three. And Jack is going to get back uh, the full amount. So that is going to be 3d8. Uh, so that's going to be 27 hit points you're going to get back. All right, Jack. Yeah, it opens his eyes again, freshly less flattened. Um, you're right about the boulder. Thanks. <laughs> they might drop another one. We got to get out of here. Yeah, come on. Red, it's your turn. Well, I mean, now I'm just in a shit situation because if I run... Yeah, you're directly behind the boulder. Yeah, so I think Red is going to defer till after the boulder moves and then go directly after the boulder. Okay. Doran, it's your turn. Hmm. Doran, it's your turn. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go for it. All right. Doran, you're going to dash? I'm going to dash. Doran dashes past the moving boulder. In a valiant effort. (laughs) He's... Yeah, and and so I move 70 feet, and that's my turn. All right, Jack. Well, I stand up from prone, and I start walking south to try and get out of here, stumbling on my freshly crushed feet, trying to get back somewhere where I can get out of the path of boulders. You just, like, get up behind it? Yeah, I mean, I only get 15 feet of movement because I had to stand up for half mine, so I'm not going very far. And moving to the edge, Mm -hmm. just so I'm not right in the direct path. Maybe there's some... If I fall prone, at least maybe I get a, a little bit of extra space to try and squish. Uh, it's Harshnag's turn. He's going to move another 80 feet. Unfortunately, the boulder goes next. Doran, I don't know why you got in front of the boulder again, my friend. Because I like to gamble. <laughs> Gambled he could get a 12. The boulder moves another 200 feet. Going to see how that pays off. The boulder just finishes its roll all the way down the hall. Doran, make another dexterity saving throw for me, please. Doran rolls a 17. Excellent. So you again throw yourself into the tiny crevasse that this spherical object leaves on either side of it. Mm. Harshnag, however, does not succeed on his saving throw. So he's going to take 62. Oh, And he is knocked prone. I could have killed you. Mm -hmm. As this huge stone boulder hits 
the end of the hallway, you on the other side of the boulder begin to perceive it being rolled back towards you slowly. How tall is the roof in here? 60 feet. It's rolling back slowly right now? It is rolling back slowly right now. Uh, Red, did you want to take your turn now that the boulder's gone? You had decided to hold your action. Red will run 30 feet, and then he will dash for another 30 feet, and then he will use his feline agility. There you go. Lightning fast. fast AF. Excellent. Kraloth, it's your turn. All right, Kraloth turns to Jack. (sighs) What's the move here? You think it's going to come back? Does it look like there, it's, you said it was pushing back this way. Did that look like it was coming slowly or is this giant going to roll it back real fast? It looks like it's moving a little slower than before. In fact, much slower, but it, it hasn't started its turn back yet. So I'm giving you guys a little bit of a prelude. Well, so it is turning back. Can you carry me? <laughs> I can't carry you, but uh, this might help. <sighs> no, I, if, you can, if you can hold me, I'll levitate you and we'll be above it. Interesting. All right. Hop in. Kraloth holds out his arms. Oh my god, it's adorable. <laughs> Jack jumps into Kraloth's arms and starts preparing the spell for as soon as it's his turn. Awesome. Kraloth, for your turn, you hop in to Jack's... No, the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> Kraloth, for your turn, uh, you get ready to accept Jack as a passenger on your person. Yes. Red, it's your turn now again. I will run another... This time, only 60 feet. Mm -hmm. I will just dash. So you get basically right up on this sphere. Bingo, bango. Doran, it's your turn. Doran, it's your turn. (laughs) I can't not hear it. I know, right? Um, Doran, I think, yells toward Jack, and he says, Is there anything you can do about these doors? Get us out of the hallway? I just got scraped off the ground, man. I uh, No, I know. Climb up. We got 60 feet above us. Get up. That's my plan. Is there anything to climb on, Doran? Not really. No, it's very smooth stone. So Doran runs another 70 feet, and he says, Don't get squashed again. Get up and run. Jack. Yeah, Jack leaps into Kraloth's arms and grabs the spell guard sphere by the chains and, you know, says some words uh, in, an, in an arcane tongue, and suddenly Kraloth starts to levitate 20 feet up in the air. We got 10 minutes. You can, you can climb along the surface of the wall to get there, and I'll keep us up above the... Uh, okay. Up above the stone. All right. Well, it's better than being crushed. But you can hold onto the wall, so you don't have to feel like you're... Just don't look... Hold onto the wall, so we don't float away. Okay. <laughs> 20 feet th- this round. Maybe, uh, maybe it makes sense for us to, to hang out uh, up here... Until uh, the boulder's gone, maybe we can investigate. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not thinking straight. Once we get to the end on the other side of the boulder, I can like bring us back down to the ground and just be like, "I'm gonna keep concentrating on this. So if you need to, f- if we need to float, I'm gonna dive towards you and we're gonna go up. Okay? <laughs> Sounds good. We stay close. I'll give you, I'll give you as much warning as I can. <laughs> All right, <laughs> and I'll heal you if you need it. I really appreciate that. <laughs> I just give a big whack on the armor. It kind of rings through the hall for a minute. I just love this entire scene is happening with Jack and Kraloth's arms. Just being cradled by this giant man. Red, it's your turn. I move one more time and I am free. Uh, I make it to the other side. And uh, I mean, the boulder's being pushed back up. Uh, You know, there's nothing really for me to do. I don't think. Uh, I turn to Harshnag and I just say, well, that was... um, Unfortunate. 
So excellently done, folks. Doran, you can use your movement to escape mm. this boulder easily. So I'm going to drop us all out of initiative order. Nice. Um, as oh you watch this stone giant statue just slowly pushes this boulder all the way up the hall until it disappears into the wall magically. It is retransmuted into... Mm regular stone and then just as slowly and methodically as before the statue of the stone giant turns heel returns to its place on the pedestal and then becomes lifeless form again with its arms outstretched hashnag trip it i probably should have mentioned animate object is transmutation as well (laughs) Um, it's not just turning people into frogs Uh uh-huh what do you guys want to do next Let's do it again. <laughs> God, Jack, we lost you there for a second, bud. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick next to Crayloth. He can, he can levitate and see magic. So that's uh, Dungeon Buddies. <laughs> dungeon Buddies. <laughs> Crayloth's shaking from being up in the sky. Jack is shaking from being dead recently, um, <laughs> and Red is shaking from just being so full of adrenaline. Let's, uh, let's try up. I'm oh, sorry. Just the stairs, though, Krayla. Just <laughs> yeah. Let's go to a different floor. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. I think we're done with this hallway. Yeah. We all head up the stairs to the next floor. See ya. Again, it's it's two flights of stairs that are separated by a landing, so it's kind of a substantial effort between everyone to get everyone up the stairs. Harshnag's maybe helping you all out. Some people are standing on shoulders, etc. <laughs> Krayla, just levitate people. I'll get you over there. Nope. I'm going to take the slow way this time. All right. If you don't want to, I won't make you levitate. (laughs) Well, you know what? If it's going to be faster, I I might as well do it. It's for the good of the party. So exposure therapy. Top in, Doran. Yeah, this is going to be cool. All right. You ready? And I just motion up with my hand. And I do. I hop in. It's very slow. And then Kraloth just kind of awkwardly pulls along the wall. I don't really know if this is faster. (laughs) I'm imagining you kind of going like head over ass over head over yeah. ass, like, <laughs> rotating kind of, the slowest tornado ever. Kraloth is holding me by the waist, and then I'm like pulling the walls, like kind of swimming <laughs> us along. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. and Orc Splitter is just like wee. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. As everyone arrives upstairs, you find yourselves in a hallway structurally very similar to the hallway below you. Mm. Instead of a stone giant, there is a statue of a female cloud giant wearing an angry mask. Her arms are positioned in a way that would suggest she's casting a spell of some kind. Mm. Based on her experience, Mm. she's either going to cast a boulder or she's going to... Kraloth, with your detect magic active, you note that this is a mundane statue. Mm. Uh, no magic on this one, so I think it's either just burnt out or it's just meant to intimidate us. Maybe we should go down this hallway, um, uh, floating like we are first, <laughs> you and me. Well, look, last time it was a magical trap, and between Jack and Mai's investigation and Kraloth's magical traps sense, I think... We could be okay. Let's just stick closer together this time. Okay. I'm in. I agree. I wish I could see her movements. They carved her. She's almost halfway through an abjuration or maybe a conjuration. I can't quite. Uh, God, it's a cool statue. Uh, <laughs> Rob. She has to, uh, I, wait, 
I can't. I can't even. I can't even joke around. I don't know the two words you used. Conjugation. Not conjugation. That's a conjugation. in conjugation. No, no. Conjugation is what we learned when we were learning giant. Oh, that's like I know it's another word I use though. Right there. Yeah. Proliferation. Okay. As you head down this hallway. It becomes clear to you that the far end of it has collapsed, leaving just a few rooms to the east and west to explore. And guys, I'm going to tell you just straight up and down, the third room on the right, that's where the business is. So as you head down this hallway looking left and right, you're seeing much of the same, just frost-covered stone couches, the occasional discarded fur pelt, and then... Mm. Whoa, third room on the right. What are you doing? What'd you find, Red? Ah, this is cool third room on the right. Come on, guys, look. It's a third room, and it's on the right. It looks the exact <laughs> yeah, same as all the other rooms. Except. Look at that, and Red points at the thing. <laughs> you point at a discarded sack. Wow, really good find, Red. A discarded sack. Let's check it out, guys, and Red hens in gingerly opening it. Yeah, you like scramble up onto this super high couch. It's like eight feet high, you know. I think I'd like to all be in the room. Yeah. Everyone scrambles yeah, up yeah. onto We're this all, couch We're all together. Yeah. We're like not oh, God, absolutely. no longer leaving each other's sides. You guys are like the size of puppies on a king size bed. Yeah. Just just the four of you all cuddled together. Oh, definitely. On this terrible piece of stone furniture. Cute. And you all poke your heads into this giant sized satchel. At the same time. Yeah. It contains... Spiders! Ah! <laughs> it contains a giant half-gnawed wheel of frozen but still stinky cheese. Ooh, amazing. A wooden oar, a giant-sized smoking pipe, mm. a pair of badly kept giant-sized sandals, and you find a shard of ice. Ooh. Look at this, guys. Is it glowing magic? It is. It is glowing magically. Does anyone touch it? I'll touch it. You touch it? I'll get my little claws into it. All right. You touch it and you die. No. Cool. It is a long, slender piece of ice, roughly the size of a dagger, and a rune glows within it. Wow. It is magical. It requires attunement. And I go... In the you air, break it into pieces, just like a kid playing with a new weapon. Whoa. And I'll, I, I mean, uh, yeah, I would love to attune to it, unless anyone has any strong objections. Be interesting. Well, we might as well take a short rest then. Harshnag, you look a bit beat up from that boulder, and Jack, you could probably stand <laughs> to gain a few more hit points. Whatever Wouldn't those hurt, are, that's for sure. Yeah, you're looking thin. I'm just feeling a little flat. Yeah, I could use a minute to feel a little more effervescent. Uh, I, I really admire that in Kraloth. He just seems like he floats around the room some days. Uh, hey, put me back down on the ground. Kraloth realizes he's floating about a foot off the ground right now. <laughs> just, just burp. Just burp. It's a fizzy drink. It must have been. As everyone relaxes, Harshnag stretches out on one of the couches and is soon softly snoring as we all take a short rest. And Red attunes to a magic item called the Shard of the Ice Rune. Shard of the Ice Rune? That sounds cool. 
get it? Thank you once again to our wonderful Patreon supporters, Christopher Ryan Evans, Colin Burkhart, Daniel Doug, Jessica Orrit, Mari Kaneski, Katie Orrit, and Merlin. See you soon! Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.